This is episode 273 of the AWS podcast, released on November 7th, 2018. Hello, welcome back to the AWS podcast. I'm Alicia here. Great to have you back for our special series about workforce development using AWS Educate. Today, I'm joined by two very special guests, both from Santa Monica College. Firstly, I'm joined by Tricia Ramos, who is Dean of Santa Monica College. Welcome to the podcast, Tricia. Thank you. And I'm also joined by Howard Stahl, who's the head of the computer science department. Welcome, Howard. Oh, thank you so much. Great to have you both uh, on the podcast. So, SMC, you launched a, a cloud computing certificate or the Triple C in sort of the April-May timeframe of this year in 2018, which had five courses that were infused with AWS Educate. I'd really like to understand, firstly, for our listeners' sake, why you decided to do this and what you're trying to tackle. So maybe, Tricia, as, as from the perspective of the, the dean of the college, can you give us some perspective of why this was important to your college? Well, I'm a dean at the college. I'm the dean of workforce and economic development at Santa Monica College, and I have the privilege of working with all of our wonderful career technical education program. And there has been, in California, a widening of income um, gaps. And so the state legislature has been investing in community colleges on the career technical education side for the purpose of having us grow programming in high-skill, high-wage areas. And so when we brought this idea to, you know, create more certificates that would allow students to earn degrees in shorter amounts of time that will allow them to get in the workforce, Amazon Web Services was a wonderful partner, and our faculty um, were able to take on that challenge to learn the curriculum and to be able to bring it to the college in a, I think, a relatively quick um, turnaround for, um, for education, at least. And so the reason why we did it is, the, is because we need to ensure that our, you know, our local residents are able to go into jobs in these middle-skill jobs that community colleges are well-positioned for and nimble enough to be able to really respond to the needs of industry. And you talked about those, those, I guess, those uh, next generation jobs, those jobs that are really important for people in the future. One of the things your, your college and college in that area does is, is serve a really broad and diverse population of students, doesn't it? So, so maybe for our global audience, maybe you can share a little bit about what the population you serve looks like. Sure. Well, I don't have the demographics right in front of me. In terms of a global audience, and, and Howard could probably speak to this a little bit more in terms of what is um, the populations in his department, but the college actually has the second largest international student population um, than any other community college in the nation. We've got roughly 3,500 international students, but we have th- about 30,000 students taking programming at Santa Monica College. And in terms of the demographics, we are very diverse in terms of ethnic demographics, in terms of, you know, gender, there's a, there's a equal distribution of, of genders and, and, uh, but we have a, a, a growing Hispanic Latino population and this infusion of funding that's coming from the state legislature coming into the colleges is really to create more equity in funding colleges that serve underserved populations. So Latino students like Mexican-American and other Latino populations are very prevalent here in Los Angeles, like some, somewhere between 80 to 90% of our high school incoming population are Latino. Those populations tend to be the hardest to serve. So we've got students from 100 different countries. 
We've got ethnically diverse populations. And with that, it's, it's a good thing, it's, it, but it's challenging as well because they generally come to college less prepared than Asian or their white counterparts. So to be able to have a program like AWS that allows us to attract first-generation college students, multi-ethnic college students is a big plus. That's fantastic. So Howard, maybe tell us a little bit about the the course that you created and, and you and the team created itself. Uh, sure. So uh, we, we built a curriculum that is uh, four and now soon to be five, five classes. It's a set of courses that enable students to, you know, start and then once they complete, they actually are prepared to take AWS certification exams. And in our cohort that finished in June, we actually have students who've passed AWS certification exams, which is really, um, you know, just wonderful for us. And uh, the first class actually has been uh, prepared in mind to be delivered to high school students. And we've delivered it now to high school students, you know, all over LA. Um, in East LA, as well as, you know, to Santa Monica high school students. It was part of a summer tech boot camp that was geared toward high school students. And boy, high school students, you'd, you'd be amazed. They really, really eat it up. They see the effect of Amazon in their life every single day. And now with this kind of class, they can kind of peer behind the curtains and sort of see how Amazon actually does all the incredible things it does every day for all of its millions of customers. And it's been really, really great. We uh, we developed a set of courses and thanks to Amazon, we got some wonderful industry partners that we're working with who um, validated the course content for us to make sure we were sharing course objectives that were the key core services that customers currently use. And uh, sometimes I like to say it's sort of like swallowing an elephant. You know, it's a very large <laughs> platform with lots of features, and it's very difficult to swallow an elephant except in small bites. And it's it's been remarkably successful. It's It's completely reinvigorated our computer science curriculum. And we've got hundreds of students now enrolled in the fall. We have almost 350 students enrolled. And that's just here at SMC. We're the lead college in this 19 college consortium group in the Southland. And so there's we're, we're helping other community colleges do the exact same thing, build these classes, develop the curriculum, attract the students to try to fill that, uh, that equity gap that Tricia was talking about, as well as the job and skills gap that is so large in this space. And so it's very exciting all around to see the, the effect of that on students and our partners and, and for the college as well. Well, it's fantastic. And it's great to see that motivation at the high school level as well uh, for those students who are kind of hungry to learn. And I think one of the interesting things about this model is because, of course, it, all the services and learning is, is cloud-based, is it puts a much lower footprint requirement on the schools themselves to have high-end equipment or, you know, in the old days, it have computer labs and all sorts of very specific things that cost hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, whereas now really, as long as you have some form of basic keyboard, mouse, screen, and a little bit of internet, you can kind of get access to all this stuff, can't you, Howard? Yeah, and you know, AWS gives us great services. So we're actually running 
um, not only these classes, but other also core computer and technology classes. We're running those in the cloud with AWS. And so it gives us uh, great benefits. And actually, now that we've got these courses going, I've got other faculty members that are just dying to get their course enabled with AWS so their programming students can run workloads in the cloud. And it's, um, you know, it's the future, but it's really here now. And our students are taking quite, a, quite some advantage of it. That's fantastic. And what, what would you say some of the, I guess, the lessons learned or, or takeaways that you'd want to share with other educators globally who, who might be in a similar situation to where you were a few months back? Well, you know, I, I can't speak highly enough of all the team from Amazon that have helped us. We've, we've been working for about four years to get where we are. And Amazon has just been, you know, the most wonderful partner. They've really helped us tremendously, not only with the AWS Educate, but so many other, you know, arms of the company that we interact with. Um, their local staff has actually helped us to, uh, you know, in, find local industry partners and that local um, you know, business engagement has really helped our program tremendously uh, to try to, you know, stay grounded and focused in what the current need is in the college and, you know, in industry. And so that, that's that been really, really great. And I, I have never experienced a program like this where not only is the industry partner and the, the, you know, people like Amazon, but Amazon customers have been extremely giving and supportive of this project. And the excitement of students is just off the charts. So it, I've just really never been involved with something as successful as this. <laughs> you know, we, we threw the classes in the catalog and put them in the schedule, hoping that they would make. And they closed on the very first day of enrollment, more than 100 days out before the start of fall a year ago. And that's wow. when we sort of realized that we were in the middle of a, uh, I say a tornado, it seems more like a hurricane now. Um, <laughs> but it's really, it's really been fantastic. It, it's, I, I just can't speak highly enough about all those different parts. Um, Amazon, its customers, really have been wonderful. The engagement there has been fantastic. That's great to hear. And I know we've been really pleased to be able to be a, a part of it and have our customers be a part of it too. Tricia, to come back to you, you're very focused obviously on that workforce development piece for the for the community at large. The the impact of technology on jobs, the, the future of work, et cetera, clearly that's a big focus for you. How do courses like this impact the way we prepare learners of the future for those jobs of the future? Yeah, yeah that's, you know, that that's the... Um $64 million question, right? Like, how do we predict what the jobs of tomorrow are going to be? That's, um, you know, that requires those, you know, of us that are in this space to really look at the trends and, and see what's happening in the world of work and how how the college can participate in that. And, and so about, and I would say in about 2010, so, you know, right about the time I, I took over, you know, in this position, we saw a huge influx of tech companies coming onto the west side of Los Angeles, which is right around where Santa Monica is situated. And um, that growth started within five years. There were 500 companies, and, and then those 500 grew to 1,000. And so this area is, has uh, become known as Silicon Beach because it was, you know, a second area <laughs> of boom. You haven't heard that expression? Um, I have not heard moniker. that one, although I recently visited Santa Monica <laughs> and it is a wonderful beach, so it makes nothing but sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Silicon Beach started in Santa Monica 
and it has now grown to encompass just about everything in Los Angeles, in Venice and, and other parts of Los Angeles. So um, when, when we saw this growth, we started to engage um, business and industry from a high level, from the president, um, you know, to the dean level, just to really look at, you know, what kind of businesses were going to be opening, not which ones were already opening, but what we're going to be opening in the future, what kind of tech. I mean, tech here is a little bit different than in other areas. We have a, you know, a, a large e-commerce, um, you know, and social networking also growing here with Snapchat being headquartered here. So we saw the trend and really tried to respond to it. And for being a community college, I think we did a pretty good job of attracting Amazon, um, as Howard mentioned, about four years ago. And really, I think that what attracted Amazon is, yes, Santa Monica has, um, you know, a great reputation, a great, you know, global brand, but it was really the, the possibility of partnering with more than just one college. So the ability to scale the workforce and trying to get diverse population into these open, unfilled jobs in the tech industry. So we've been keeping our eye on the pulse in terms of the growth of the industry, but, you know, we've got tech companies, you know, big companies like Hulu and Snap and others like that. But I think that going back to your question, um, I think the the attraction to Santa Monica College also, um, besides having world-class faculty, was the fact that we could bring um, the other 19 community colleges on board. And, and it was not a hard sell. Going back to the other point that you made, like what are the kinds of lessons learned, you have to have all of, you know, the amazing um, stars aligned like we did here. You have to have good policy to fund something like this. You have to have the funding. If you don't have faculty champions like Howard, it will not happen. It will not move. You know, you have to line up people that can help you, you know, with that curricular development and um, have business engagement because at the end of the day, we have to get students jobs and, and, you know, obviously jobs in this space. So workforce development is, is, is a difficult thing these days if you're trying to get into this middle space of high wage, mm-hmm. high skills, because it's very, very technical what they're looking for. And then also in the tech industry, they're looking for a cultural fit, not just, you know, a tech, do you have the technical skills, right? You have to fit yeah, into the culture yeah. of Snap or be an Amazonian or whatever that is, right? So for for the students that we serve, right, we're open access institutions. You know, we have to take everybody that comes. We don't, you know, get to screen them at the door. So it's, it's, it's a little bit more difficult for us because we're not creaming talent before they come in, right? So we kind of got to get, it's a big lift to get everyone ready um, that, we, mm. that we serve. But it's very gratifying. What a great outcome and, and fantastic to see the, the thought that goes into this and the, and the focus that it has. Tricia, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. You're welcome. And Howard, thank you for sharing your thoughts as well. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Simon, very much. And thanks everyone for listening. We do love to get your feedback at podcast at amazon.com. And until next time, keep on building.